Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Exodus chapter number 32, verse 26. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me, and all the sons of Levi gather themselves together unto him. Let's clap our hands one more time. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate you, God. Thank you so much, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Have your way in this service, Lord, and the rest of the service in Jesus' name. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, the Lord's side. The Lord's side. Amen. Praise God. I thank God for His Word. And I'm going to preach a sermon about commitment today. I want to preach a sermon about dedication today. I want to preach a sermon about consecration today. Praise God, because we need to be on the Lord's side. We're, you know, we've always needed to be on the Lord's side, but in this day and age we're living in, we need to be on His side like never before. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You know, some people say, I don't want to choose sides, you know, because choosing sides is uncomfortable and it's always going to make somebody upset or whatever. Other people might say, you know, I want to stay neutral in situations and in, in my life, generally speaking, and kind of just, you know, navigate through and, and not just really take a side. But uh, what people don't realize is that we're going to serve somebody or something no matter what we do. So we might as well serve the Lord. We might as well be on the side of the winning side of Jesus. Praise God. This world and all the life on it did not come to being as a result of some cataclysmic occurrence that happened randomly millions of years ago. We're not on some evolutionary journey, amen, uh, where, where currently mankind is the highest uh, evolved creatures and that's it, uh, and, uh, and everyone else, everything else is coming behind us, uh, amen, and we're just trying to find our own way and we make up our own morality and we make up our own how, you know, civilizations and how, how we treat things and such like, amen, but on the contrary, this world and everything on it came into being through intelligence design and the mighty power of an awesome creator whose name is Jesus. Praise God. And because of that, we need to pick a side. We need to stand for what's right and stand for what's on God's side. Amen. Ever since mankind began to walk on this earth, there's been a spiritual battle, amen, of light and darkness, good and evil, amen, that has taken place. This battle is for the very hearts and souls of people, amen, men, women, and children. There are invisible, angelic beings that are fighting, amen, either to draw people to Jesus or to pull people away from Jesus. There's a fight right now. Let me tell you something. I've never Never seen an angel, but I'm going to guarantee you right now that there's angels in this building right now and around this building because the Bible said the angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him and deliver them. 
and I'm preaching to a group of people that fear the Lord, that love God, and that want to be on the Lord's side. Praise the Lord. So people that say they want to live their lives in the neutral zone because they're not much for the things of God or they're not much for the things of Satan need to realize there really is. Because the way that this was created, the way that people are, the way that good and evil, amen, and, and the fallen angels and the good angels and God and all that, the way it all is put together, praise God. There is no neutral zone in life. We all have to make a choice to be on one side or the other. Amen. And let me tell you something. Not making a choice is making a choice. Let me tell you, let me repeat that. Not making a choice is making a choice. We need to make a choice. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Talk when Moses, he, uh, we read about uh, him in our opening verse, talked about him a little bit on Thursday night. Amen. But he's up on the mountain getting the Ten Commandments, getting a lot of the, the blueprints to the tabernacle. Amen. And he comes down finally with the, with, the, with the two tables of stone. And Joshua's about halfway up the mountain waiting for him. And he comes down and, and, uh, and he, he says, uh, Joshua, what, what's that I hear down in the camp? It sounds like the, 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 you know, the sound of war. He goes, no, it's not the sound of war. It's not the sound of, um, of soldiers. It, it's the sound of bad trouble down there, uh, Moses. And we were waiting, waiting for you to come. And so he got down there. And because Moses has been up there for 40 days, it, you know, it's funny how people forget you know, all that God does. Amen. People, people are funny that way. They forget. They forgot that he got him out of Egypt. They, they forgot that he got those ten plagues. And they forgot that he miraculously got him through the Red Sea. He forget, they forgot that he, he has provided for them up to that point. Amen. And they're ready to throw him out and Moses out, amen, and find some other God. So Aaron, Moses' brother, is there and said, hey, hey, Aaron, we don't know what happened to Moses. And we don't know about this God. And we're, we want gods we can touch and feel. And we're going to get going. We got we to gotta move on down the road, you know. And so here's some gold. Why don't you make us some uh, gods? And, they made, and Aaron made some golden calves. And they started worshiping. They started uh, doing all kinds of things. Uh, uh, you know, terrible things, idolatry while Moses is up there. And when Moses came down, he took those Ten Commandments. He threw them down. He broke them. He was so furious. He was upset. Praise God. And he uttered these words that we, that we read. He said, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, who's on the Lord's side? Let him come to me. Amen. We got to be on the Lord's side, folks. It doesn't matter if, if it seems like God hasn't moved in your life or somebody's life for a while. If it seems like a, nothing's happening. Amen. God's still there. Amen. God's word's still there. Let's not throw it out. Praise God. Let's stay on the Lord's side. Let's stay on the Lord's side. 
Uh, Amen. I've made my choice. I'm sticking with the Lord to the very end. Praise God. Joshua 24, 15, right before his death, he gathered the people together and all the elders that he said, if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which were the, your fathers served on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. We're going to be on the Lord's side. Come what may, we're going to be on the Lord's side. 1 Corinthians 18, 21. Amen. When the nation of Israel was in bad shape during the times of the kings. Amen. Elijah the prophet came and they were worshiping Baal. And Ahab and Jezebel, the king and queen, had really taken the nation down the terrible path. Praise God. And finally they got up on the mountain and Elijah and the prophets of Baal. Amen. And he got up there and he said, How long? Will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. I'm going to tell you something. Baal is not God. There's a lot of gods out there, little G. There's a lot of lords out there, little L. But there's only one capital G, God. There's only one capital L, Lord. There's only one capital King, King of Kings. And Lord of Lords. And his name is Jesus. And I'm going to follow him. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's a danger in indecision. We got to make up our mind. We can't be fence walkers. Well, should I jump over here or should I jump over there? We got to be on the Lord's side. Amen. Amen. Joel said, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Amen. The day of the Lord is in the valley of decision. We've got to, sometimes we go through valleys of decision. Sometimes we're not sure what to, which way to go. While we're like we were talking last week, waiting for a door to open or a door to close or whatever. Amen. But you know what? That's just a passing through situation. We can't live in the valley of indecision. We can't live in a place where we haven't made a decision and chosen which way to go. It'll affect our whole life. Amen. Let's be on the Lord's side. Amen. Amen. Praise God. If we want God to be on our side, we need to be on his side. You know, if I were to speak to a large group of people, just grab a bunch of people from all walks of life, and if I could sit them all down, amen, and describe in detail from the Bible, amen, all the beauty of heaven and all of what it's going to be like, praise God, amen, and then ask how many of them would like to go to that place, I bet there would be an overwhelming majority raise their hand. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I want to go there, amen. But sadly, however, far fewer of them will choose to do what it takes to make that heaven their home. Amen. Because it requires a commitment. It requires a commitment to choose to be on a side. Amen. Too many people want the favor, blessings, and providence of God, but do not want to commit their lives to Him. And sadly, you can't have one without the other. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said, 
He said unto them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it of a man if he gains the whole world and he is himself destroyed or lost? Praise God. Amen. Yes, there's a denial in this. Yes, I got to put my flesh aside. Yes, I got to follow what God wants me to do. Yes, it's not always uh, candy and roses and, and tiptoeing through the tulips. Yes, there is a, a fight into this thing. Amen. But the benefits far outweigh anything else that's in this. Praise God. We've got to pick them. Choose the Lord's side. Amen. All that God has for us comes as a result of our commitment to Him. Psalms 37, 5. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in Him. Our commitment let God, lets God know that we're on His side. And when we commit to being on His side, we can trust that He will be on our side. When we need Him, He will be right there. Praise God. He will have our back. He'll have our front. He'll have our sides. He'll have below us. He'll have above us. Yes, he will. Amen. When we're on God's side, He's on our side. Psalm 118.6, The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? Psalm 124, verse 2, If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Blessed be who... Blessed be the Lord who has not given us a prey to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Praise God. He's going to, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, what would we do? And then I love what Paul said in this short statement in Romans 8.31. If God be for us. Who can be against us? If God's on our side, he's like a big bodyguard. He's on my side. He's watching out for me. If we're for God, he'll be for us. And in this hour that we're living in right now, God wants to know who's on his side. God wants to know who he can depend on. Amen. Don't you like people you can depend on in your life? Amen. In your family or people at work uh, you work with or whatever. People that, you, you know, even the you go and you depend on uh, people like, you know, your dry cleaner or different places where, where you go in and you expect it to be done and done good. You depend or you depend on people. Amen. To be on time or to come through. And they said they were going to do it this day and have that for you. And you needed it so that you could do this other thing. Amen. It's important that we can depend on people. And, it's, and God feels the same way. He wants to know, can he depend on me? Because God's going to use us in his plan. God's going to call us to do things. Amen. God uses people to reach other people. God uses people to accomplish his will on the earth. So can God count on me? I hope so. See, God is looking for faithful people. God is looking for loyal people. He's looking for willing vessels that will say, here I am, use me. Yes. 
Here I am. Send me. Amen. Here I am, God. I'm on your side. Amen. Yeah, they want me to go here and they want me to do that. and They want me to spend all my time doing this and that or whatever. Lord, I've carved out time to be in your word and to be in your house and, and, and to be in prayer so that you can speak to me. If you need to use me to pray for somebody, use me to talk to somebody, use me to help somebody get saved. That's what it's all about because I'm not going to be here forever. Amen. My job is not everything. Amen. My, my life... On this earth, there's not everything. I'm going to live forever with Jesus, and i got to be on his side. When you're on God's side, he knows you. He will be with you, and he'll take good care of you. Uh, amen. Noah found grace in God's eyes because he was on the Lord's side. Abraham was called the friend of God because he had great faith in God, and he was on the Lord's side. God said this about Job when, when, uh, when Satan came. To God, and uh, you know, because you know, he was kicked out of heaven, so he, he, he wasn't living up there anymore. So he had to, you know, come up and, hey, can I come visit occasionally? And I guess God would let him come up there. And he goes, What you been doing, Satan? Since you've been kicked out, you know, good rascal. Amen. What you been doing? And oh, I've been walking up and down in the earth to and fro, you know, causing, he wants to cause trouble. And, and obviously, he was trying to cause trouble with people. Amen. He, and then God started bragging. On some people, actually on some one person that was on the Lord's side. Amen. Job 1.8. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there's none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? Have you noticed him? Yeah, I noticed him. I can't touch him because... He's on your side, so you're on his side. You've got a hedge about him, and you're protecting him and his family. You're healing him. You're blessing him. And then we know the story. I'm not going to tell, tell the story, but, but he just, God, when we're on his side, he brags on people on his side to the enemy. He, 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 his eye is on the people that are on his side on this earth in a special way. Praise God. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 16, when he talked about the Old Testament saints of God and the faithful people of God. Amen. He said, but now they desire a better country that is in heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he had prepared for them a city. Amen. God was looking at people on the earth, and they didn't want this earth. They, didn't, they knew this world was not their home, and it was a, 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 really a wicked place in a lot of ways, and it was getting wickeder as the days go by. Amen. And he saw people that desired a better place, a better country, a heavenly country. Amen. And because of that, God said, I'm not ashamed to be called their God. I'm happy to associate with them. They're on my side, and I'm on their side. I'm with them. Amen. If we will not be ashamed of Jesus or his words, then he will not be ashamed of us. He will be happy to be called our God. Amen. Luke chapter 9, verse 26. Jesus said, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. I don't want to be ashamed of you or your word, God. I want to happily tell people about it. I don't care what they do with it. Amen. If they don't want it, that's up to them. Amen. But I'm going to be happy about it and I'm going to share it. Praise God. Hallelujah. I hope that they'll receive it in good faith. I hope that they'll put it 
it to heart and they'll give their life to Jesus. But amen, I'll move to the next person and I'll not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For I know it's the power of God unto salvation to everybody that believes. Luke chapter 18, 8, Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Amen. Is he going to find people on his side? Is he going to find people towing the line and being what he wants them to be? I believe he will. Amen. But that was a concern of Jesus back when he saw, uh, amen, what was going on when he in his own, uh, amen, as a human being, God manifested in flesh, saw how it all worked and how things were going. Amen. From a human's point of vantage point. Praise God. He said, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Amen. I believe he will because there will be countless millions that will rise when the trumpet sounds. Second Timothy 2 verse 12 said, if we endure, we shall also reign with him. Some, some things we got to endure as Christians. I know that. Some things we got to suffer as Christians. I know that. But if we endure and be on his side, we're going to reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Amen. I'm not going to be ashamed to be on his side. I'm not going to deny being on his side. I don't want to be an undercover Christian and only, you know, show my true colors when it seems to be safe. Oh, no. Sometimes I'm just going to be bold. You know, folks, we got to pray for boldness. We got to pray for spiritual courage. Amen. To stand up. That's what this world needs right now. People that believe something. People that stand for something. People that stand for what's truly right. That resonates with people that are so lost in all this miry stuff that's going on. Amen. I'm reminded of a couple old songs we used to sing. Praise God. One of them is, stand up and tell me if you love my Jesus. I like that song. Or another song, I'll stand for Jesus and let the world go by. I'll claim his promises. The Lord will provide. I like that song too. Amen. And then this verse is a wonderful verse. Psalms 107 verse 2. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. The redeemed of the Lord are you and I. Those that have been pulled out of this world. Those have been pulled out of hellfire And set on the rock of Jesus Christ. Redeemed by his blood. Sanctified by his spirit. Justified by his name. Amen. Let those people say so. Let them talk. Let them shout it from the housetop. I'm redeemed. Woo! My love divine. Oh, glory, glory. Christ is mine. All to him I now resign. I have been, I have been redeemed. Hey, you want to hear about it? Hey, you want to hear about it? I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. I'm not who I used to be. I'm not all God wants me to be yet, but I'm not what I used to be, and I'm working on it. Praise God. 
Amen. Like the old James Cleveland spiritual. Please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. Please be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. When God gets through with me, when God gets through with me, I shall come forth. I shall come forth as pure gold. Woo, God's working on us. Let's be on the Lord's side. Let's be on the Lord's side. The Lord's side. Praise God. God is on the side of His powerful Word that is forever settled in heaven and by which all people will be judged. God is on the side of those who keep and live by His first two and greatest of all commandments. For if you try to keep these two commandments the best you can, you're pretty much keeping the whole Bible. Amen. I know it's, that's, more, that's pretty simplistic, and it's more to it than that, but that's what Jesus said. If you try to keep those two, you're going to be doing pretty good to be on His side. Matthew 22, verse 37. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. That's how powerful and important and first priority. They didn't, they didn't put them for one and two for just any reason. Because those are the most important ones to him. See, there's really no middle ground with God. You're either with Him or against Him. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're, there, there, there's a side of right and the side of wrong. There's a side of light and the side of darkness. There's a side of truth and the side of error. Amen. And when asked a question of whether he thought God was on his side... Abraham Lincoln, our president of the United States, back when he had to make some very, very hard decisions. Amen. When our country was about to go through the first and only civil war to date. Amen. And some of the decisions he had to make. Amen. He was asked, you think you're on God's side? Or you think God is on your side? Abraham Lincoln answered by saying, Sir, my concern is not whether God is on our side. My greatest concern is to be on God's side. For God is always right. Some people want God on their side when they're wrong. And they, they want God to put the stamp of approval and, and you know, back them up or whatever. But when you're wrong, you're wrong. And God can't back up. Amen. And be a part of that. Praise God. That's why we got to be on the side of God. Amen. And if we're on His side, He will be on our side automatically. And our greatest concern today, amen, this 14th day of March 2021, right now and in the future, is to be on God's side as well. No matter what comes our way, no matter what happens in our country or in this world, if we're on the Lord's side, everything's going to be okay with us. Praise God. We're going to be okay. We're going to be okay.
Even Paul said, because he said, I'm ready to die for this thing. That's what Paul said. And he said, to live is Christ, to die is gain. He said, to depart and be with Christ is far better. And I know we, you know, we live here, we have our families, we have our, our life, and, and nobody wants to go sooner than they need to go. Amen. But you know what? We got to be just ready to be on God's side, and whatever happens, happens. Let God's will be done. Praise God. Amen. And you know what? He'll, he'll, he'll protect us, and He'll bless us. Amen. Peter said, Lord, we've left all and followed you. What, what, what's there in this for us? Because we did that. And he said, nobody has left, you know, houses and lands and this and that. And, and even some relatives that didn't want nothing to do with God. Amen. Nobody has done all that and not will not be given blessings and, and benefits and more, amen, than they ever, amen, could imagine in this life and in the world to come, eternal life. So God elevates everybody that chooses to be on His side. He blesses them. Amen. Praise God. He will provide for those that are on His side. He will protect those and defend those that are on His side. Proverbs 35 said, He is a shield unto them that put their trust in Him. He will fight for those that are on His side. And He'll be coming back someday for those that are on His side. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.